0: Welcome to the very first episode of Left Side Heavy, the podcast. I'm your host, Jevin Lefave. Today I have on my good buddy, New Orleans Saints fan, buddy of 21 years in counting, Hayden Barton, what's up? What's going on?
1: How's it going, man? How's it going?
0: So Thursday night football just happened.
1: Yeah, yeah. Hot. Decent game. Decent game in the NFC South, I must say.
0: Yeah, your, uh, your rival's going at it. Yeah it, nice beat, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was nice to see the playoff race.
1: Yeah, uh, it was nice to see the one in six team pull out a win yeah. against the uh, somewhat close contention Carolina Panthers, which is yeah, quite odd was, to see.
0: Yeah, one of the what were looked at pretenders going into the season are now exceeding expectations. So Falcons pull out the win 25 17. They finally don't blow a game that they I had a 95. That
1: last that last drive was kind of concerning until uh, Bridgewater kind of messed it up and threw the pick.
0: Yeah. Um, they had a 95% chance plus of winning this game again. Oh, wow. But they finally came out on the winning end. Fourth time this season, they've had a 95% <laughs> chance of winning, and they've won 25% of them including tonight quick jab Yeah, yeah no that's, so, a, that's a quick jab i like it <laughs> shout out donald so shout out. <laughs> so teddy bridgewater tough night for him as he gets hurt
1: yeah he went down went into a concussion protocol actually
0: yeah so uh charles harris gets ejected what are your thoughts on that and what were your thoughts on the hit that happened to teddy
1: you know, I, uh, obviously playing football for most of my life, it's kind of like, Ooh, when I was playing football, that was never an ejection or something like that. It was just, obviously the new rules are in place. You know, you got to keep the quarterback safe. So a hit like that, it's just going to get you ejected easily.
0: Yeah. yeah it's very unfortunate because he's been exceptional this year so far, especially I mean, no MVP, Caliber season, but you know he's definitely. Um, there were some critics going into the season that it was a bad signing for Carolina. Mm-hmm. But Teddy Bridgewater, seventy-two percent completion percentage, uh, just under two thousand yards. Do you want to know a fun
1: fact actually about Teddy Bridgewater? I just saw today. Give it to me. Uh, okay, so best quarterback completion percentage. Who would you say that is right now in the league with a seventy-two point six average? Uh, I'll go. I don't I, I wouldn't have believed it either, but it's Drew Brees.
0: Drew Brees. See, now, I guess, you,
1: to guess who's oh. right behind him.
0: I uh, got to be Teddy B. No. Yeah, number two.
1: It's something about that New Orleans uh sideline just is makes accurate quarterbacks.
0: Is it Taysom Hill? Oh, uh, let's okay, not talk man. about Taysom Hill, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't, I didn't, it is Teddy Bridgewater, though, is number two? Yeah, Teddy Bridgewater, number okay, two. Okay. I didn't yeah. hear what your answer was. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, but he's a very, you know, uh, game manager like. He throws the nice quick slants, flats, in routes. Doesn't really uh, stretch the field too much in terms of his throws, but he'll catch you with a 35 yarder, you know, mm-hmm. every once in a while to keep you on your toes. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, he's been. Doing very well this season. It was very unfortunate to see him go down with the injury.
1: He did make it back in the game though.
0: Yeah. Um and he finished. I I just saw him go down. I was yeah, like,
1: no, he uh he made it back in the game, but like I said, through that pick right at the end that gave Atlanta the win. Thanks to my that's a
0: quick jab to my fantasy team. Quick pick up.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, a lot of people saw Teddy Bridgewater as the number one streaming quarterback this week and I just had to question a little bit why going into the game. You see the weather,
0: it was awful. And you got to take into account that he's been doing, he's been doing like above average. So you know he's not necessarily going to hurt your team. And he's going against an Atlanta Falcons team that has been known to blow leads and to have a questionable defense at. Big moments. So you think that maybe Teddy Bridgewater can pull you out? Yeah. A good enough uh, games, so. not hurt your lineup. Definitely not a fantasy starter, I mm-hmm. would
1: say. Yeah, no, definitely but a streamer.
0: He's definitely a good streaming quarterback if your quarterback's on like a bye week. Sort yeah. Of. So. A big
1: question, actually, I heard is would you rather have started Teddy Bridgewater or Josh Allen? Before knowing the outcome of this game, I was, I was so on the fence, but I'm so glad that I didn't put Bridgewater in my ESPN lineup against you. Or um, not against you, uh, my other league, sorry. I was thinking about picking him up instead of Lamar going against Pittsburgh, but I was like, I don't know, just wasn't feeling good about it. And I like, Lamar hasn't played good, but high upside, I feel like.
0: Uh, Josh Allen against a stingy Patriots defense as of the last few weeks. Yeah. I don't think is a terrible play. Last couple of weeks, Josh Allen has looked very questionable. I agree. But you can't count out his first, what, four weeks. He's four, looked, yeah. Four weeks, just absolutely very dominant. Well, very well. And I still think he's easily a fantasy starter because he can just go off for 400 yards and four touchdowns and six yards and a touchdown.
1: He, he could be having his... uh. His game against the jets, so to say, but it's actually the Patriots, yeah my Never team, know. my team yeah <laughs>
0: Cam Newton's looking fantastic well oh we'll, boy, off to the side we don't have to talk about that do not have to talk about that Curtis Samuel two total touchdowns today had a pretty good game
1: yeah hard to tell set. you I absolutely love that Curtis Samuel
0: just yeah I don't <laughs> I, mean, I, I was in class and you know, I don't pay attention for 80% of it, only when I try to get that participation mark. Of course. But I would check. I was like, oh, yes, Teddy B threw a touchdown pass. Lo and behold, it's against the guy I'm playing this week. So, if... And your receiver got more points than my Bridgewater touchdown pass. You got, what, nine points on that play and I got four? On that,
1: yeah, no, it was, a, I that, was a, so, that was a nice, beautiful throw, though. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: yeah. It was a dime. So, do you see any um, punishment or um, punishment on Charles Harris for that late hit on Teddy Bridgewater? Because since they are trying to um, escape, no, no, the... I,
1: I, I don't see any punishment. I'm, I'm gonna stop you right there. There's, there's no need for a suspension. It was a, it you, was a late hit, but
0: you think a fine or anything is in the works? Maybe like a small fine, just.
1: Could be, yeah, depending very much on that on that play, you know, but I wouldn't see any game suspended
0: for him. Him come Bridgewater coming back definitely helps Charles Harris's Oh easily, yeah. If Bridgewater had an Andy Dalton situation and got carted off then it was it would definitely be uh worth looking into.
1: Yeah, no, I definitely but... think that hit against Dalton That could be a suspended uh suspension.
0: Could be a suspension. Yeah. Um, I
1: never like seeing a player a player's helmet go off on a hit. It just it's
0: freaky, you know? Yeah. You never want to see that. Um unfortunately an injury to Ridley that force them out of the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, I heard it was I heard
1: it was kind of questionable, but they felt like they had the game. I I don't know. Like Julio Julio was going off. Oh, 130. You know, if it's a very like zigzag week, if it's Calvin Ridley one week, it's Julio the next week. Yeah. I I don't I don't understand how it works out that way, but Calvin coming back into the game was definitely not needed and my one of my fantasy teams might hurt because of it, but
0: uh, what are you going to do? And, you know, uh, sprinkle in a couple of Russell Gage receptions. He'll have four for 60, while Julio has maybe 90 and Ridley has 130. Yeah. Uh, it's so weird, though, I find with Julio, he's all receiving yards, minimal touchdowns. You know, he'll, he'll lead the league in receiving year in and year out, but then you'll look and he's like, oh, he only had four touchdowns on the year. It's and just all
1: of that red zone target and red zone yeah,
0: between the, areas just double covered. Yeah. From his – between the 20s, it's all Julio. And then as soon as it gets to the red zone, it's either Matt Ryan scrambling for 13 yards into t- for touchdown or you'll throw a slant to Ridley and he'll find the plane. And, yeah, Julio. Or
1: Gurley might accidentally score and lose the game somehow. <laughs> I uh, I don't know. <laughs>
0: yeah, I was looking at Twitter and it was like, get – off the field now
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah no definitely that's yeah, that's so it's... bad that it was actually such a fun game to watch i was watching that live actually on sunday and just seeing it's like i was just talking to um my girlfriend and i was like Shane, like wow if they score detroit could actually come down i wonder if they're that stupid too and as i said it todd Gurley just went fell into the end zone and i was like they have a chance. <laughs> they have Matt, a chance to just
0: lose again. The other Matty Ice, Matt Stafford, you know, very well known for his fourth quarter comebacks. Mm-hmm. It was seventy four yards in like what sixty three seconds or something, and
1: not uh, yeah, no, I think if they had a minute nine left.
0: Yeah, is
1: no timeouts.
0: <laughs> something Matt Stafford, you know, he's just he's built for those moments. Uh, he's a very underrated quarterback. One of the quarterbacks where he's in a bad situation. If he was in, like, if he was, imagine him, his arm with, like, Will Fuller or, like. Absolute speedsters on yeah, the field. Yeah, speedster. And then, yeah, it's definitely something to take into account. I was going to say something. but
1: Kenny Galladay. Yeah. That guy needs more recognition. I saw yeah. two of the most athletic, uber athletic catches I think I've ever seen in my life and I don't know how he came down with it or any of them, but he does and yeah, that guy needs to get paid.
0: <laughs> oh, 100%. I totally agree with you. Um I was going back to the Falcons. Um mm-hmm. on Twitter there is a mic'd up uh video of the Huddle? At play. Yeah, in that I mean, huddle. With yeah, Matt with Matt like, Ryan. You guys do, don't score. And Todd Gurley was He like, literally,
1: oh, yeah, yeah he called man. out Gurley. He's yeah. like, don't score. And
0: Gurley was like, oh, yeah, for sure, man. Like, don't worry. I know. I know. It's <laughs> a tackle, falls into the end zone. And Matt Ryan's like, are you kidding me?
1: See, yeah. And watching, actually, a little bit of this game, I saw there was a – like, there was different analytics, actually, something from Joe Buck, who I usually don't agree with because – I hate Joe Buck,
0: but I love Joe Buck. Oh, my God. Favorite.
1: Joe Buck and Troy Aikman, man. I hate them calling Saints games because they're just so dumb. But I love, <laughs> like, Joe Buck. When, when Gurley was running through and he broke that tackle, I don't think the Detroit Lion guy realized it. And so maybe Gurley didn't realize it and was just instinct to break the tackle and accidentally waltz in there. I don't know. It's
0: just, I just don't get it because how much did they need for the first down? Like, Three yards, and he gained 10? <laughs> like, why are you... Don't you think... They always know where the first down marker is. Yeah, they and they have a, a big it. spot to it. Yeah, they always know. They're going to let you run in. Just run through yards. yards Yeah. Down. I like, know uh, it's, it's brutal. Like, I just... I don't think... I think he was like stat patting himself because he's on a one year contract, so he wants to get the incentives
1: yeah that there is a ten touchdown incentive for yeah. him,
0: and he's with that touchdown, he's sitting at five.
1: now with everything, he's at eight. yeah,
0: total so, touchdowns, so So you think that you know what like is there a really chance that a minute ten you think if we get to stop? I Don't look as bad, like I don't know. It's so hard to believe for me that he knew where the marker was. Like, you know, you just fall down, right? Yeah, try and let you score. Um, it's yeah, I I don't know, man. It's it's confusing, it's almighty hell.
1: (laughs) Um, it do be the Falcons though, so that's that's all I'm gonna say.
0: Yeah, we know that. We know that 28 to three. Quick jab, 28 to Um, three. I wanted to switch things. Did you catch any of the World Series that happened? On- honestly,
1: honestly, man, all I know is LA won, and congratulations to Mookie Betts. That's yeah. all I can say. Yeah. I, I like if there's anyone you follow, it's always like the big names on teams. And when I saw that Mookie Betts uh, left to come to LA, I was like, oh, Dodgers are actually uh, pretty good this year. And then shout out to Tampa Bay though. Balling on a budget. No, seriously. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs>
0: like, two players on the Dodgers make up the payroll of Tampa. Yeah, it's crazy. And um, did you hear about Justin Turner? No. And he is a third- Oh. Day on Dodgers. Oh, yeah, he got COVID, right? And then yeah, came back on pulled, and celebrated? And then he left, came out, and celebrated. It turns out that he tested positive the day before the game. Mm and still was allowed to play and then he got pulled and then came back on yeah no and guess. it's it's not good on the league at no, all never but also MLB was never really looked at as a properly run uh, well
1: you know when you have one team that plays 11 games and another team that only plays 2 do you, do you really... like? It's so frustrating.
0: Yeah, because with the whole Houston Astros thing with them mm-hmm. in their title run and they didn't do anything about it. And then Justin Turner, Justin Positive. Yep. Because it's yeah. not like the league didn't find out. They probably get all the test results. Oh, yeah, easily. But, There's no way they don't. And we're like... Tampa forced the game seven, what would happen? Yeah. Would it have to be postponed like two weeks? Because with a full day, you'd think that the Dodgers were uh, exposed to it, right? At least, yeah. Maybe not so much Tampa because baseball is a pretty social distancing sport besides the baseman and the runner. Mm-hmm. But other than that, like, there's not a whole lot of within six feet. Kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, so, I know what you mean. Yeah. Any um matchups to look forward to this week in football? Oh, Any dude. ones that you're turning your head, I to?
1: love talking about matchups into different uh areas of football here. Let me let me get out my uh my trusty phone here to highlight some matches for probably no one listening, but I just I don't know, man. I love talking into, uh, or to people about football. So one that I want to highlight this week and I think uh, is going to be just absolutely dominant. You know how Derrick Henry has had three 200-yard games since 2018? Yeah. Uh, in that same period of time, since 2018, guess how many other times that people have rushed for 200 yards? A well, single rusher.
0: I know Aaron Jones has because yeah. Okay, so that's one. Um, I feel like Nick Chubb was close to it. Yeah, Nick Chubb was. Yeah. So Derek Henry is three since twenty. Yeah, I'll say four running backs. Nope.
1: Two? Only three other running backs have had a two hundred yard game since twenty eighteen. Yeah, it's he's ridiculous, and he's going up against Cincinnati. Totally, like I don't even know what what you'd call them. Uh, yeah, my not a start? bad defense,
0: but they're they're not
1: good. Yeah, and I might have
0: to start Corey Davis on my uh, flex spot with Carson doesn't play.
1: I think you would. I think you would. Corey Davis could be a good flex too, especially with AJ Brown maybe uh kind of shaken up.
0: Yeah, that's a um, because he's practiced this week, right? Mm-hmm. So if he gets playing, who knows? You'll obviously go back to wide receiver one, but Corey Davis yep. has probably had his best season so far, despite testing positive. Despite. But he's always been low expectations or mm-hmm. they had higher expectations than what he's performed. He hasn't yep. performed the best and he's finally getting into that lower, lower tier receiver, but also one that you can't necessarily count out because of his high draft stock. Yep. So- He's a big body receiver, so you always want to like take him into account. That's why Tennessee, you know, they're kind of a they're a sneaky team. They're a reason they're five and one.
1: Yeah, no, you just think that they're gonna run the rock the whole time and then bam. Yeah. Corey Davis, AJ Brown, Johnu Smith. Johnu Smith and Henry Fergusers.
0: Yeah. John Johnu Smith is coming into his own. He's having a good year this year. Uh AJ Brown, obviously we know from last year he had an outstanding year. Um yep. Corey Davis is like we were just saying, finally coming into his own. He's mm-hmm. a very good wide receiver, second wide receiver to go to. And we all know Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill. You know, he's very efficient with his passes. Yep. He's one of those quarterbacks where you never look at as drafting to your team, but you realize that. You realize this, that, this oh, wait, has a
1: higher passer rating in 16 <laughs> games than Patrick Mahomes. Yeah,
0: this guy's actually yeah, no. playing like. I was listening to a podcast and it was saying he's not a top five. You're never going to say is a top five quarterback. You're always just going to say he's playing like a top five quarterback. Yeah. And if you say no, that week in, if you say that week in and week out, then how much does he have to do to be classified as a top five quarterback? Mm-hmm. You know, he's playing very well. Well worth the money for Tennessee, and yeah, there the defense can be. Um, you know, inconsistent at times, yeah, but definitely. they have they have one of the sneakier offenses and it's very good to see them finally um, taking the next step as a team. So, yeah, look look out, Cincy, because Tennessee's coming. Yep, no doubt. They're, they're, uh, they're coming hard. They're 5-1, and one, right? They, their first loss came to Steelers last week. Yep, they did. And talk about an upcoming matchup. Steelers versus yeah. Ravens.
1: Steelers versus Ravens. That's going to be people i think dude. will think this will be a, a low scoring game i think it's going to be a high scoring game it's a divisional yeah. matchup they always play harder but lamar jackson always plays good against pittsburgh and big ben with all of his new weapons you know james connor, Deontay, uh, yeah Deon- yeah james connor being okay deontay is- johnson might be all right but it's gonna be a great matchup
0: yeah um besides connor's first game of the year he only had like 17 yards rushing and then that's when he went out with an ankle injury and benny snell took over people were getting hard on james connor because you know another injury sat him out for the rest of the game but it wasn't anything serious he just took the night off because steelers were rolling that game yeah new york's not really a big threat honestly in my opinion So, and if Benny Snell is hot, then there's no need to rush James Conner back. Mm -mm. If he wasn't, if he couldn't even get anything going in the first place. But, you know, after that, he's triple digits rushing, doing very well, you know, kind of quieting the Steelers or the football world, saying, like, hey, I'm still a wider running back one. Like, I can, I can still play. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, Steelers are scary. I had them going to the Super Bowl. I have them going to the Super Bowl for Seattle. That's yeah, my, I that was my Super I could back at the start.
1: I uh, I definitely could see Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. I don't know. There's. I don't want to see. They seem flaky because they're not. But at the same time, I just I can't doubt Patrick Mahomes. I can't doubt that offense. Oh, it's now with Le'Veon Bell. It's yeah. just. I see it's gonna be that's gonna be the AFC matchup. And yeah, the NFC, there's some pretty fraudulent, uh pretty fraudulent teams, but you know, say what you want. Chicago, they find a way to get wins. New Orleans finds a way to get wins. Seattle finds a way to get wins. They all seem yeah. pretty fraudulent just because of, you know, questionable defensive or offensive play, but they win games. Yeah. And you know,
0: What scares me with Baltimore is that they have very good defense with Humphreys, um, Peters. They got the rookie Patrick Queen. He's doing very well. Yeah, Queen Um, is nice. That D-line is is ferocious. Ferocious. Calais Campbell. Um, I'm forgetting someone. But despite their defense is good, it's just if Pittsburgh this week, if they can get up, you know, it's hard to see Mahomes throwing – uh, the Ravens back into the game. It's just uh, Lamar Jackson, he's very good when he's up. You know, he has more um, freedom and doing whatever he wants, opening the playbook to what he can do best. But if mm-hmm. it's – if the Ravens get down, then
1: – I don't know if they can come back up.
0: Yeah, I don't know if I, can, know if I, yeah, know if I can trust – Lamar Jackson throwing my team back into the game. So that's just what scares me about Baltimore. But also, they get that first touchdown. Man, it's hard to even if they just, it's just one score. Yeah. If they come it's out of to... the opening drive and looking yeah. like they know how to run the game, yeah. then because the defense will feed off the offense. If Lamar Jackson is rolling, then defense brings that energy too next thing you know you're down 21 nothing and Lamar Jackson's just sitting pretty but if you go back to the Tennessee game last year in the playoffs Baltimore 15 and 1 or whatever they were 14 and 2 14 and 2 my apologies mm-hmm. looked at as Super Bowl favorites and then they just get absolutely dominated by Tennessee
1: I feel like they looked ahead when yeah. at every game in football it you can never look ahead you always yeah. have to play each game, you know, at the start of the week and and finish the game at the end of the week. Yeah, so
0: Baltimore is obviously a team where it's like if you give Lamar Jackson 10 points, he will just eat that and thanks for coming. See you yeah. later. Yeah, yeah, game's over. But if Baltimore finds them, themselves down, I don't know, man. It's it's hard yeah, to see. It's
1: gonna be, yeah, no, it's gonna yeah. be a no. It's it's gonna a be nice a big
0: game. Big game I'm excited to see what happens in the AFC. Um, another divisional matchup: Green Bay, Minnesota. Let's see how that goes, Minnesota. Yeah, I think that's a a written. I think yeah. that, that book has already been written. I, I don't know a lot about a very... how Minnesota is gonna not <laughs> not just, uh, lose. It's just their team where it's like. They have. It's not like they don't have weapons. Like Justin Jefferson is not playing like a rookie. No, he's playing unreal. Adam Thielen, he, like he's very talented receiver. Kirk Cousins is like he either throws ninety eight yards and three picks, or he throws three hundred and ten yards and three touchdowns. Four touchdowns. Yeah. No Four yeah. It's like he never. He'll have the game of his life, or like the worst game ever seen in the history of quarterbacks so yep but green bay is gonna roll um and how, how and could they rogers not? is playing like an mvp this year so minus the one game in tampa bay yeah yeah Next yeah no
1: that's it's gonna be a it's gonna be a good game
0: yeah dallas versus eagles that's i don't, I don't even we're already talking about it too
1: much okay the eagles <laughs> are gonna win i i don't know if if anyone can get behind a
0: quarterback from
1: James Madison, so
0: and obviously it's in primetime because uh, what Jesus. other matchup don't you? To... When I heard that it
1: was in primetime, I'm like, shoot me now. Uh, Sunday, that's all I'm going to watch. I don't even care about the Sunday night game.
0: Yeah, it's it's a write-off. There's there's nothing really to look forward to with that one. No. Um Cowboys could be on their third string cuz
1: I, I don't think Aiden's playing.
0: Yeah, I don't think he's playing. He went into protocol but I don't know. I think it was negative. Uh, was it negative? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so very hard to tell but man Cowboys great offense. Uh Junior Varsity defense. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> very very good analogy Uh, about that one yeah uh i'm starting uh fulgham in my lineup
1: yeah that's gonna be deadly um
0: because carson wentz is actually starting to play better
1: yeah i know he's actually starting Um, to impress me that lead that comeback
0: sort of against baltimore was yeah uh, a statement yeah no eagles only losing by two to baltimore is a very good like hey like for carson wentz he's Saying like, guys, I'm not completely washed. Like, have you seen my offensive line? Have you seen the practice mm-hmm. squad receivers that I'm throwing to? Get them, like talk about uh a B signed with the Eagles, giving Carson Wentz away. That, yeah, no, that, that would be like <laughs> that. Could have been that. Could have been very nice, especially because, heading into the uh, postseason. Yeah, part of that division is so wide open that if you get if you can string together two wins in a row, then you got a huge step on it Yeah then you then you have two and a half games. Yeah. So if you just like sign like uh or even trade for like Will Fuller's some sort of yeah Will Will Fuller trade for that's that's a little bit risky obviously because of injury but he's been playing like a wide receiver one this year. He's been playing outstanding. So even Yeah I think he's the third Best. very high risk, high reward. Mm-hmm. Um but man, if you can just get Carson Wentz like a um some sort of target is like a proven receiver, then Philly can actually get rolling and who knows, man. And if if you make it playoffs, anything can happen, right?
1: Yeah, any team can beat any team.
0: Yeah. So Eagles are a team where if Carson Wentz is on, then who knows where he can take him. But I don't think they have much to worry about. I think Eagles will take it over the Cowboys just because that Cowboys defense is god-awful. Yeah. yeah. Terrible. Um, Chargers or Broncos? Anything about that? Herbert's playing very Herbert offensive. out of his mind. Offensive Rookie of the Year. Like, games. Yeah.
1: You know, only... What is it gonna be that for he only starts fourteen games and he's gonna be offensive rookie of the year, taking it over Joe Burrow? you know it's it's hard because he hasn't won, you know, but it it's gonna yeah, be he won his basically first game last week, yeah, if Drew Locke doesn't turn it over a hundred times, then it could be
0: a good game, yeah, drew Locke has been i was um looking at him, and I was like, man, this guy looks." Very, very good. But then I decided not to pick him up. And obviously I made a very wise decision in not doing that. Because I got Herbert instead. And he's been 1,500 yards in, what is it, four games? Four games. (laughs) Not bad. (laughs) Not bad at all. What is it, like 12 touchdowns, two picks? I think he has three interceptions. Uh twelve touchdowns, QB rating of one oh eight. Um yeah, he started five games. My apologies. He's averaging about three hundred yards a game, which is not bad at all. Austin Eckler's still the leading rusher and he's missed the last three or four weeks. Yeah, if I'm you're lo-
1: looking of any fantasy choice on that offense, I would just go Herbert Allen. And
0: it's maybe honestly a switch will, up. Maybe Mike Williams. If all yeah, games, I was
1: going to say uh, it's a switch Lee. up between Hunter Henry and Mike Williams, you know?
0: Mike Williams will either get you 22 points or 1.4. Yeah. So it's, it's very hard. Yeah. A game that could be sneaky good. Rams versus Dolphins. Dolphins, Tua. Yeah, that's what worries me about this Tua's game. Starting. But also it's Tua and he's very touted quarterback. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just feel like you never know with rookie quarterbacks. I feel no. like they can always surprise you. And I feel like with Dolphins starting to heat up, they have the confidence of second in their division over the Patriots. They're riding high. Um I I don't know. I just I don't want to sleep on Miami this year because Maybe I yeah, was no. going off Fitzpatrick and the energy he brought, but I don't know. My Tua coming off a bye week, knowing he's the starter, mm-hmm. who knows? Um, just don't throw Jalen Ramsey's way because yeah. <laughs> he's still very good at his position. Um, so we're just over quarter away through the season. Who's your MVP pick? Who's your rookie of the year pick? You mean halfway? Is it halfway already? Yeah, week, week eight, two. bro. Is it week eight? I thought it was week seven. Week
1: eight. No, it's week eight this week.
0: Damn, I see. Oh, yeah. Bears are yeah. five. I just, I just saw a bunch of teams. Four and two. Week eight, yeah. Halfway point. Um, Who do you have MVP? Uh, rookie of the year. Defensive rookie of the year. And who's your surprise? Oh, Not to put you on the spot.
1: Yeah, that only puts me on the spot. Um, For MVP so far, it's – geez, it has to be Russell Wilson. He's yeah, He's man. been absolutely cooking. I, I don't know. You could make a case, obviously, for Kyler, but Kyler where he has a game with nine comp- completions – it's just kind of like, mm, it's was... good, but you were nine for twenty-four. Yeah, you know, like thank God you had Christian Kirk who ran in an eighty-yard touchdown, and DeAndre Hopkins just being DeAndre Hopkins. But I don't know,
0: Mahomes. He's looking decent. I see. But... I I gotta throw in Aaron Rodgers there. Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson is Aaron Rodgers. Like he's. Rodgers has just been – yeah, I'll just throw for 320 yards and three touchdowns, no picks. I'll mm-hmm. just throw 245 and four touchdowns, no picks. I'll throw for 400 yards, four touchdowns, and a pick. I feel, yeah. With Devontae Adams missing a few weeks, and he had Valdez, Scantlin, and Lazard, and he found a way to throw multiple touchdowns with no picks, I, he's – I think I'd have to pick between him or Wilson. Lean towards Wilson. Um but yeah. Um Yeah, no, Rodgers definitely makes a good case, I'd say. I'd say and then it's so hard not to pick Mahomes, but I don't I just don't see him like he's done a ton this year to make himself I don't think he's made himself a case to win it this year. Mm hmm. But it's obviously Mahomes, and I didn't think anybody would. I think multiple people guessing to win MVP. So it's obviously not a bad thing to be wrong. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Plus, Uh, there's still the end of the year or another half of the season to go. Yeah, exactly. Wilson and Rodgers can go into a dumpster fire, and Mahomes can go off every game, which wouldn't surprise anyone. Yeah. No. And, quietly um uh well i'll
1: get into my sleeper for i guess uh the sneaky pick of who could win mvp but uh yeah no um i just see it between
0: those those two right now yeah i agree i agree um do you have an offensive rookie of the year in my offensive
1: rookie
0: yeah. Right now it's it's Herbert. <laughs> yeah,
1: it was Burrow for the starting couple of weeks, but Herbert's balling, and I don't think anyone should ever think that it would be anyone else. You know, you could obviously make a, a case for Claypool, for Jefferson, or even Clyde. Uh, Clyde, maybe, maybe it's gonna be hard now with Le'Veon, but I, I was gonna say, um, C D Lamb. You know, yeah, C D
0: Lamb. He's been looking. Like, more than just a... A number two. Yeah, he's been... He's been taking over games. Uh, Yeah, definitely. Very good addition to that offense. Not like they needed anymore on that offense, because Cooper, Gallup, Zeke. Zeke quietly having a dumpster fire year. (laughs) I am in agreement with that. I am in agreement with that, very much so. Um. Yeah, my offensive rookie of the year, I think, is Herbert. Hmm. Uh, Burrow's also. He's been looking like a QB one. Oh, true. Cleveland true. QB one. Cleveland definitely found their answer at you quarterback. I Cincy. Did I say? Cleveland. Yeah. I meant Cincy. <laughs> um. Yeah, Cincinnati's definitely found their answer at quarterback with Burrow um they do have the weapons around them, and boyd um i actually just tried to trade for boyd the other day really yeah i traded
1: away ronald jones who's now looking like he's gonna get thrown at the back of the bus for
0: leonard fournette but that's besides the point hey man ronald jones is actually he's looking good this year he's having a career year this year just sucks that fournette is there to kind of stall exactly
1: what i'm saying
0: but I don't know, even with Fernette there, Ronald Jones has looked very good. Uh, but, yeah, um, Burrow, I do think Herbert has just – hes has the weapons. He's been doing his part. But, man, that Chargers defense hasn't really helped him. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, they do have um, injuries kind of hurting them right now. With uh, Chris Harris out, um, Duran James is out. Yeah, uh, Melvin Ingram is out. So mm-hmm. their defense has some holes in it. So I, they were. I looked at them and they looked like a very, very good defense this year. But you know, Herbert has just—he's been balling. He's had you know a rough game, but he almost outdueled Mahomes. They were in that game, his very first game. Yeah. Um, he almost came back uh, a couple of weeks ago. No, he's been averaging just over 300 yards a game. Very good touchdown interception ratio. Mm-hmm. Like four to one. So I, yeah, he's looking like my offensive rookie of the year just with his individual performance. Yeah, I agree. Um, defensive rookie of the year, I honestly don't know anyone. I'll just say Patrick Queen because he's looked good the past few weeks, but I don't know.
1: Yeah, no, he has looked like a true uh, middle linebacker, but okay. I'm actually going to go with Carolina's guy, Derek Brown. Quietly having uh, a decent uh, rookie year, uh, I think he's doing really good in QB pressures and just being an absolute force in that run-stopping game. I think he's probably the head of that, that line or or is going to be in the next year. So look out for Derek Brown to have a couple of huge games against some weak offensive linemen.
0: Very, very true. And sleeper team, or player, or... All right, sleeper
1: player to win MVP. This might be a super homer of a pick, but in the last four games, he's taken... Everything of his first couple of games, which was averaging under 56 completion percentage, he now leads the league in completion percentage. We already talked about him before, but it's it's probably going to be Drew Brees. He just he just won against Carolina without Emmanuel Sanders and Michael Thomas. You know he might do his little dink and dunk passes to Camara, but they work. He leads the best two-minute drill offense at. I've ever seen Sean Payton doesn't call plays in that two minute offense. It's just breeze. And he's been, he's been keeping it up. You know, the defense isn't helping him, you know, thought that was going to be a, a good defense, but uh, quietly he's going to move. Uh, right now he's outside of the top 12 quarterbacks, but he's, he's going to move into the top 12 quarterbacks. And if he can make a deep run this year, uh, it's, I don't know. I think it's going to be his last year anyway, but what a high note it would be for him to win MVP quietly for the first time in his life.
0: Yeah. Um, they call it Slaper for a reason. Um, but yeah, I don't see, uh, him winning MVP. I just think, um, Just not enough has happened, and I think he's had. I think his rough start really halted him. Oh yeah. Um, I really do think that the good starts of Wilson and Rogers, um, really increase the separation between anyone else. Uh, so. I think even if Wilson and Rogers play like just above average, not that I necessarily agree, but I think they'll look more towards their way to win it um My sleeper could be Ryan Tannehill for m v p fair, fair um I think he works in a very efficient system. Um, he doesn't do a a whole lot, but I think he has done more than enough. They're five and one for a reason. His numbers are looking pretty good. And I just think he's been leading the team very well to a very good five and one record. Yeah, no, that's totally fair too. Yeah, I think, I don't think he will, but like, that's
1: why they call it a sleeper.
0: Yeah. So I think Ryan Tannehill is my sleeper for MVP. Um, yeah, that's all I got to say about that. Um, you got anything else to mention or to talk about or bring anything up?
1: Uh, honestly, can't really think of anything else right now. I'm excited for the weekend now going in. And, uh, yep. if the Saints win, the Bucks lose, then it's going to be a good week.
0: Yeah, I hope Cam Newton can actually bounce back from his disastrous two weeks. Yeah, no, I'd like that. I'd like that. I hope (laughs) Pats can end their losing streak, their, uh, what is it, three-game losing streak? Yeah, it's something ridiculous now like that. Yeah. So we'll see what happens, and I'm sure... We'll be talking to each other about fun sports topics within the next week. Agreed. It's good chatting with you, Hayden. Thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me.